ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children and babies. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. That was Manny Fresh, right? Was that Manny Fresh? Is that yeah? Boys, like children and babies. How you uh, guys yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> See, we're doing throwbacks, so mm-hmm. I had to talk about it. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to Papa Don't Preach. I'm Obi Gamafuna. I'm here with my man, Beanie Man. Bennett, how are you? Hey, I'm doing, I'm here. You're here. All right. You're tired. I'm tired. Hey, you know, <laughs> this is like, we tell you, yeah, days, days tired. And yes. It's like a thousand in a row. <laughs> days since not being tired. Yeah, there's zero. Just zero. No, <laughs> it's, um, you know, the little dude woke up a bunch. He, um, not the little dude, the big dude woke up. I didn't get to bed last night. He woke up. Oh shit! He's, it's he, usually I thought it was usually a little dude. It's a I mean it's, it's either one, but a bigger dude. Yeah. <laughs> so just tired. It's a long day with them. Weekends are you know they're not relaxing usually. I feel you. Yeah, it's like you're doing shit, and then they got nap time, and then during nap time you have to figure out like, okay, what life things can I do get done here, and if I can <laughs> squeeze out a little bit of enjoyment. Yeah, I I'm back to that. I understand. I'm back to that time where I'm doing all my work. Like from nine thirty to one a.m. Yeah, because that monster that I'm supposed to love with everything is asleep, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's it gets better and it gets worse. Yeah, like when you're able to clearly communicate, it's awesome, but with that comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> now he's thinking that he's got a fucking opinion on the matter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's. It's rough, but yeah, I feel you, man. I the, uh, it sucks. The one good thing is that uh, me and Nat just finished the Bear season two. Have you watched any of that? I have. It's I it's, love it. Dude. It's good. It's good. You think it's good with a question mark? No, I say I. So I think it's I think great. it's fucking good. My favorite episode, which I I heard was a lot of people didn't like, was that Christmas episode. Yeah, it's the best. Like, like it makes you. It's a show that makes you feel something uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes you laugh. It makes you like immediately makes me get teary eyed because the characters grow. Yes. experience things which are nice you know in art yeah it gave me like a gilmore girl vibe the way they were talking like it was just very fast and sometimes you're like you're not saying anything you know like, uh, like that, there was some times where i'm just like you guys are just fucking cussing at each other it's like succession almost oh like during like say, the dinner part yeah or, they're just yeah. they're saying things but they're not really saying things but mm-hmm. i i no notes on the show yeah no notes i hope there's a season three i hope they can like come up with some more hijinks oh i'm sure that. it's it's pretty open it ends it ends with a lot of like dangling story points yeah but everyone acts their fucking ass off on that show dude the uncle fucking roy uh ready to rumble what's his fucking name oh um i i know his name is great i forgot his name as well i uh he uh uncle what was the, the character's name uncle something i'm no good blaine get your fingers working uh, all right. Well, anyway, in the show, the bear, the guy who plays the uncle who fronts the money for the restaurant is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Whose name is. He's great. He's the best. Oh, are you fucking serious? Every I, single actor on here except for that one actor. That's that's kind of crazy that he's not on there. He's like in seven or eight episodes. Yeah. He's, he's you know, Bob Odenkirk's in, in uh, two scenes and yeah. have his picture on there. That is kind of nuts. His name. That is, is nuts. I know his name. You don't know it his is. name. I do know his name because I just mentioned it last night we watched. Oliver Plath is his name. That is God very good. damn it. I that didn't is know very it. good. And he's that great is, in the show. He's great in the show. There's I, one point where he just says, uh-oh. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> and it's so good. 
<laughs> oh man, I yeah I. So I, was the was the bear nominated, or are we not doing the Emmys this Emmys year? Emmys are delayed, is what I heard. Yeah, Emmys and I don't think the Oscars have been delayed yet. No, but, Oscars aren't until January's usually. Uh, but the Emmys are delayed. Well, yeah. the Globes are delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, as you guys know, we're still dealing with this strike. Still striking. Still striking. Still like. I mean, the Onion's putting out some good headlines, <laughs> some really good <laughs> headlines. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're still striking. It's very, very hard. Uh, again, this is good. I, I'm going to move on because I, I feel like every week I've dove into and ranted about this. So I just wanted to point this out to everybody. If this here, if this comes to the ears of one person to understand that this strike is not just about actors not getting money, it's literally an it's an industry wide thing. People are under fucking paid for the work that they do. Mm-hmm. We are told to like it because it's Hollywood. It's fucked up and it needs to change. And, you know, prop houses, production houses, stages, theaters. Uh, there's, you know, staging guys, hairdressers, makeup artists, warm-up guys, producers, story producers, PAs, mm-hmm. all... I, you name it, like voiceover actors, your video games, your uh, <laughs> some of your podcasts. Like this is far reaching. Mm-hmm. And like I don't think people understand and how much they need. To, and, like, and it's not even like entertainment is like one thing. It's across the country. There's transportation strikers working. There's delivery truck. You know, like UPS was very close to going on strike. Uh, fucking our, my trash out. didn't get picked up on Tuesday because they were on strike. Dude, you know, I was the, I was wondering what the fuck was happening. <laughs> I'm like, these motherfuckers are lazy. And then I yeah. like looked it up. I'm like, oh dear. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, we are not taking any bags home. We're using reusable so it's bags. Like, it's not just the entertainment industry. There's greed from the top in every industry. Yeah, every industry since COVID has reported record profits, and there's been no increase in pay since then across the fucking what the board. Fuck? What All the these fuck? people are, are essential people to so many, you know, not entertainment. Everyone fucking loves entertainment. We love it. I'm talking about delivery drivers. I'm talking about <laughs> the people that pick teams. up my fucking trash. Like Dude, I, essential people are getting fucked over because the people on the top are not spreading it around. And that's the fucking thing. It's like, when did I know? Like, there's been that saying that, you know, the world needs ditch diggers, too, which is fine. But when did it become that just because you did a job? that wasn't glamorous mm-hmm. and I, not a, not necessarily the skill level was different but just wasn't glamorous to, to society standards when did that become like i can pay you like shit yeah like get the fuck out of here like minimum wage was minimum wage because you could make a jo- you could have a job it was the amount that you made and you can live a modest fucking life yeah you can get to, you can live a life like you can live li- a life like, Literally, there is not a single major country in in, in in not a major not a major city in this country where you can earn a living on in, in uh, minimum wage. Oh, bro! I'm I, sure I could have said that more elegantly, but hey, you've, you're tired. I am tired. I'm trying. <laughs> you're tired. I I my algorithm's all fucked up right now, mm-hmm. and I get, keep getting these posts of like, you know, beautiful three four bedroom house with an attic and a basement on four acres in the middle of Wyoming or like mm-hmm. upstate Texas, like all renovated pool, infinity pool, looking at the fields. And it's like $500,000, $480,000, $670,000. I'm like, that's a fucking mansion for that much. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that algorithm doesn't know where the fuck humans want to be. So it's also <laughs> showing me a fucking back house with a deck one bedroom in a bathroom 
<laughs> and it's like $750,000, San Pedro. And yeah. I'm like, Ugh. oh, jeez. That's rough. No shade to San Pedro, but for those of you who haven't been to San Pedro, San it's Pedro a, is, yeah, I mean, just imagine the worst parts of Santa Monica poured on the outskirts of the worst parts of Long Beach. <laughs> there you go. Am I wrong? Okay, moving on. In tragic news, Hawaii is on fire. Didn't know that was a thing or that could happen. Mm-hmm. I, Maui. I When I say Hawaii, you dip. Okay, I'm not going to yell at my producer. Anyway, <laughs> Hawaii is on fire. If you haven't heard of it, the Yowie of Maui is uh, is decimated. It's insane, yeah. I, it looks like one of those terrible fucking like, end-of-the-world movies. Just, mm-hmm. It's the, the very, very... afters, yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, they're counted... like. The media is doing a very bad job of reporting this because they're like saying like we are up to fifty two p and like people will start comparing that to other disasters and not understanding that the death hole, although tragic, isn't the biggest fucking tragedy here. Like, imagine everything you know just gone. Yeah, it's like fucking. And it's, it's like I mean. Hawaii is a place that like it depends on tourism, but it, it it but it's at the limit, you know, where like people are. There's too many people in certain places, and it's too overdeveloped in certain places. Yep. So there's people that like are still trying to get to Maui for vacation and shit. Like, <laughs> I literally, you know, with our, our water guy Aquaman the other day oh, was yeah. like, "Please don't go. Like, <laughs> stop going to Hawaii, please. Right now, we're trying to make a crisis not not a crisis. I can't, I can't believe that there's just like not a rep like." You know, you're just like, no, you know, there's no flights to Hawaii. Only flights out. That's yeah. it. Like, if you're trying to get, if you're a resident and you're trying to get home, great. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you can buy a ticket. You just prove it. Show your proof of residence and you're on your way. Yeah. I I think it's wild that people don't know when to fucking just sit down and shut the fuck up. Oof. As I say this into a, a pod <laughs> microphone. <laughs> uh, my hearts are going out. If you guys want to donate, I don't have any links, but I'm I'm sure we're going to put one in our, in our bio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, if you guys forgot, that's America. It's part of hey, America. It's still us. It's still us. Yeah, it's not like Texas or some shit. <laughs> it's, it's actually nice to visit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Texas. God damn. I mean, there's In and Out. Not In and Out. There's Whataburger. 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 Whataburger's good. I fucking love Whataburger. Whataburger's good. But, you know. It's a you... big state just for Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that lots of people love in Texas. Yeah, no. Texas is fine. Texas is okay. You know, except for all, like, the gun and abortion shit. Yo, you heard uh, one of the moms from Uvalde's running for uh, mayor of Uvalde. Good. I hope yeah. so. I heard, and then what's his name? That, uh... David David Hogue, Hogg, David Hogg, yeah. the guy, the survivor kid, is like literally starting a network of like how do how do you get involved in politics? Yeah, like that's that's what, we, that's what we need. Some yeah. fresh, you know, them dinosaurs are gonna be extinct soon. We gotta have some somebody with some fucking substance to take their place. Bro, Diane Feinstein fell again. I, and I it's, don't it's like news. They're I'm not like, sure oh, if she's alive anymore. Like they start reporting when she sneezes and been like, okay, Diane Feinstein farted and she's still alive. Next up, the weather. She looks, like, I mean, she, she's operating like a poorly manufactured Hall of Presidents. <laughs> I mean, animatronic. Like, I don't think she's there. No, I, I mean, it sucks that she, like, who, I don't want to be in politics when I'm 80. I like, she doesn't need the fucking money. Like, think of the narcissism that goes into this shit. She doesn't need the fucking money. It's not like she can connect or, uh, 
with any of her constituents or she knows exactly what the fucking climate of her districts are like mm -hmm. she is just i i i don't want to go into this i don't want to go on this it makes me very very angry um but on, anyway. on top of all of that uh whenever richard ramirez was killing people in los angeles <laughs> diane feinstein in a press conference <laughs> mentioned the kind of shoe that the uh killer was wearing and Rich Ramiro stopped wearing that kind of shoe, and it delayed the investigation months and months. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's also something fun she did. Um, I think Diane Feinstein is three years older than the Cobb salad. <laughs> no, I think the Cobb salad was invented in, like, 1936, and Diane Feinstein was born in 1933. Like I, I, she's I, older than thirty three. I'm not good at math. I'm not gonna. All right, I'm not gonna all right. can you Google the Cobb here? salad for me? Invent when was the Cobb salad invented? Um, I'm mm. pretty sure at the Cobb Hotel in San Francisco, 1937 was the Cobb salad. At the Brown right? Derby in Los Angeles. Wow, I didn't know Cobb salad was a Dude, LA LA's tradition. LA's got everything. LA's got everything. Unlike the Bay, womp womp. No, how many salads they got originating from there? <laughs> 1933. She is four years older than the Cobb salad. Wow. Diane Feinstein is four years older than the Cobb fucking salad. Oh, I've enjoyed one's work more than the other. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and Diane Feinstein's tasty, bro. <laughs> I was talking about the boiled eggs and, and Oh, oh and my word. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, geez. It's getting a little hot in her. Uh, but yes. Um, Today, uh, guys, today on uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about a few things, fatherhood that we have going in. The Olympics are coming to L.A. Um, Wait, are they? Yeah. They, okay. I fucking <laughs> hate this guy. <laughs> we're going to be gearing up for the Olympics, and there's some special events they're adding to Olympics that we're excited about, even though they come and decimate every fucking city they go to. We'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. um, fall fashion for dads. I'm going to find out what Bennett's wearing. I want to see what <laughs> dad, spoiler dad pearl. <laughs> it's going to look a lot like this. <laughs> Uh, how to trick your kids when they're working out, and I I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, and then we'll get back to uh, SummerSlam Alabama edition. Everyone's favorite viral video of the last <laughs> week. But uh, yes, we'll get right back into it, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Papa Don't Preach. And we're back. Ooh, that was a hot mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'll just say there's an earthquake. Nobody <laughs> will know. Oh, shit, we're filming this. All right, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And um, I want to update some Bennett on some pop culture stuff that he doesn't know about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they're first on the docket, there's a rapper by the name of Tory Lanez. Um, he's Canadian. You might not know that looking at him because he's mm -hmm. black. But he just got <laughs> 10 years Without the chance of parole uh -huh. for shooting another rapper, mm -hmm. a woman by the name of Meg Thee Stallion. I am familiar and with her work. Great mm -hmm. fucking musician. 
Right She's in the great. foot. Right, yeah. he shot her in the foot. So for those of you who don't know what the fuck is going on, I'll give you the quick breakdown. Mm-hmm. In 2020, in July, when everybody was supposed to be fucking locked down, and these motherfuckers are out there fucking partying because they got money. Right in the middle of it. God damn. Um, Tory Lanez shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. We don't know what the fuck happened. As our producer said, my producer Blaine says he has an idea, and Meg Thee Stallion is probably up to Tory Lanez. Nobody's fucking, fucking your show ball-headed ass, and he's like, I got a gun, dance, bitch, and he was shooting at the ground and shot her in the foot because he's a dumb fuck. Mm-hmm. What happened after that is Tory, uh, Meg Thee Stallion didn't say shit because her blackness denied her from snitching, mm-hmm. but then she had to come clean because, you know, somebody shot you. Yeah. A bullet didn't fall out of the fucking sky. When it finally came out that, yeah, Tory Lanez shot me, Tory Lanez denied it. Mm-hmm. Called her a liar, said this shit never happened, got a bunch of people to trash her. Tory Lanez's dad was out. You remember he was uh, in this video? Like, Tory Lanez's dad was, like, in this video outside the court, like, oh, this shit ain't better. Like, uh, like, there was a whole thing about this. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of getting split, but motherfuckers who follow hip-hop were like, he did that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> make the sound, you just make this shit up. Mm-hmm. So... After about three years, a couple court filings, delays, whatever, he uh, was finally convicted, uh, you know, felony possession, felony assault with a a deadly weapon, and uh, negligence with a deadly weapon, uh, Mm -hmm. negligence with a firearm. He got 10 years without the possibility of parole. Now, unpopular opinion, I think that's a bit harsh, but I'm coming from a place of the what our justice system is. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't... I don't feel for Tory at all. Like I think, yeah, he should be under the jail. I think we should deport his ass back to fucking Canada. Like I'm hoping that there's ju- like Meg Thee Stallion sees some justice for this, but I'm not even sure she wanted this to fucking go down. You know, like she wanted, she gave this motherfucker an opportunity to apologize. And he's like, I didn't do anything because he's a little bitch. Yeah. Now he's gonna do ten years. When he gets out, he's forty one. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be forty one when he gets out. And I. <laughs> That's like 10 years out the game. Like, he's going to come out, and there's going to be flying cars and shit. Like, who the fuck knows? You know? He's going to be coming out. He's like, Kim Kardashian is president. What the fuck? Like, who knows what the world's going to look like in 10 years? But it's not. It's like without a possibility of parole. Mm-hmm. Now, who knows if they'll appeal or what, but he didn't. Like, this isn't fucking manslaughter. He didn't try to fucking kill her. He was a fucking moron. Like, if he did, if he was getting 10 years you know, out in, out in five and then, like, another 10 years probation where he be- can't leave the state or fuck up or anything like that, and he has to pay uh, a fine and, like, uh, like uh, there's a civil suit where Meg's like, now nah, I'm taking all your money, fine. I'm with that. But, like, we can't act like our justice system is going to reform this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's going to fucking happen. But anyway, that's the roundup for what happened in pop culture this week. So... I think he should get 15 years for fucking boring my ass. If you're going to shoot somebody, do it. Oh, my God. Back, hey, back when my hip-hoppers were hip-hopping, they shot people and they meant it. They didn't do the time. No, no, no. You're 100% right. No, I think, it, I mean, 10 years is like, it's a, you know, it's a pretty big number. But also, he sounds like a pretty fucking big, at, unremorseful asshole. Yes. That's and, the, and, and I think it's when, and, and that's the point. If I'm a judge, like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to remember everyone, Kyle Rittenhouse killed two people. 
Not a day in not a day not a day in court. Not a day in court. No, I'm I mean, not like being fucking, bars. like rapists get don't get ten years um, it, you know, without probation. You know? Yeah, I, it's like DNA proven rapists don't get that thing. Yeah, don't get like, that sentence. But so I, I I do see your point, but also like fuck you, dude. Like that's the fucking those are, those are the charges you got. You got them all, and they and they stuck. So that's the fucked up <laughs> thing about this is like they got them for everything. They got them for the felony possession of mm-hmm. an unregistered gun. They got them for every single thing that happened, and. If he wasn't such a fucking prick, like <laughs> if he wasn't the worst motherfucker in the game, but you know, like I don't give a fuck about him. I just like, I fucking hate applauding the shitty justice system that we have. It's fucking sickening. And no, I mean, I mean, we know there's a two-year justice system because we got the dude that used to be president who literally is like, how oh. many, he's got like, he's getting felony charges like in the dozens at this point. Dude, and dude t- just tweeting his ass off, dropping <laughs> names, talking about how he live in hell, talking about how he'd rather be in the south of France than here. <laughs> this dude is off the fucking you- chain. The thing is like, he's, there's no rails. He doesn't have a rails to be on. And he's, oh my God, he's, he's blazing. Up. He's like, that fucking Snowpiercer train, but just like no tracks, man. It just, <laughs> it just had a destroying. magical thing just yes. going wherever it wanted. Just piercing through everything. That's <laughs> yeah. his mentality. Did you see his sweaty ass in New Hampshire? And I've, in fucking Iowa? He's just been sweating everywhere. Yeah. that I mean, we were briefly talking about it. So this is my prediction. Okay. <laughs> he is right now the forerunner, the, the multi-felonous... <laughs> <laughs> accused hey, accused of felonies we all fucking know he did it we accused were watching, rapist accused we all watched the news like yeah. we know he did it <laughs> it depends if the judge he fucking appointed sees it the same way bro he's like he's appointing like reality stars and like fucking the, all right the, this is i read this week the judge that's appointed to the like the one of his many cases the one the judge that he appointed she has tried two two <laughs> jury cases in her career and now she's she's trying fucking treason case, <laughs> dude. Like the and then in both of those cases she didn't swear in the jury because she fucking forgot. <laughs> oh That's our judge. Oh. That's talking about our justice system. Yes. So anyway, I was talking about. I don't think Trump's gonna make it to fucking the election. Oh really? That's my fucking bold like buy a lottery <laughs> ticket claim. He's looking real waxy. He's looking real rough. He's not looking confident. He's got it coming from all sides at this point. Ugh. That sharp looking like that. I would not want that fucking attorney looking after me. What's his name? Jack. Uh, Jack Smith. Jack yeah. Smith looks like he could kill you with a with piano Dude. wire and then go have brunch. Jack Smith is the John Wick of prosecutors, <laughs> bro. Like, like he does not smile. He has a straight look. Mm-mm. Like where are they getting these motherfuckers? Yo, uh, yeah. I'll tell you right now that. I wish somebody had the fucking balls. I heard this name for uh, Trump today, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. But Wet Donald, Wet Donald, <laughs> Wet Donald, <laughs> Wet Donald's really is good. like the it's it's almost as good as Meatball Ron. Yeah, it's old, almost as good as Meatball Donald Ron over here. Not <laughs> Slick Willie. He's Wet Donald. <laughs> yeah, Wet Donald. Um, yeah, I he's. You know, him calling Chris Christie, like, this is what we're saying. We always say this, like, the guy's fucking funny. 
I mean, he's yeah, funny. He's like, a terrible person, a terrible president. Yeah, people hung mm. out with him because he, you know, because he had lots of money, but also he's kind of. I mean, I'm sure he was like a fun guy mm. to be around before he was president. He's one of those guys that probably like wasn't. If you were doing coke with him in the '80s, like I'm sure that was like a good time. Then you'd be like, God, no. he's such a fucking asshole. That's but, the thing is, like, I know people like Trump now, and they suck now. They're funny <laughs> as like a 70 year old, yeah. but not like as a 30 year old. Yeah, like a 30 year old, like this rich guy is like, man, I grab him by the pussy. But like, he was Ugh. like, man, I really wish my daughter was older. Like, <laughs> that God. age hey thank you for always leave it to bennett <laughs> to keep on reminding us that trump wants to bang his daughter nah, ivanka that's gonna be my platform yeah. <laughs> when i run for uh, president now unpopular opinion again do you think it's fucked up that he hasn't tried to bang his other daughter doesn't even mention her looks exactly like her oh like, i forgot he had another daughter yeah he's like uh tiffany's a eh, she's a four no she's i mean he's got he's eyes a four. for he's got, got eyes for one yeah <laughs> i can't do a good trump can you do a good trump and uh, I'm Trump. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you fired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that Tony? Who the fuck is that? Polly Walnuts? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Trump. <laughs> My hair's fucked up. Uh, no, I don't do Trump. I don't do a Trump. You don't do a Trump? Yeah, I don't do a Trump. Not anyway. my Bill Cosby, though. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should see this guy rape. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, was that not it? You're talking about the voice. Oh, he's talking about the voice I'm in the pudding. talking about my fat Albert. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Oops. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it now. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> oh, fat Albert. Yikes. Oh, that was, Sw- that was fucking sw- sweating wet Bennett over yeah, here. Yeah, wet Bennett. Yikes. Wet Bennett doing his impression of floating Albert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Now, speaking of floating, the uh, fucking summer slammer in Alabama. All right, yo. We got to talk about this. It was, I mean, the memes alone. Mm-hmm. The memes the alone. Like, I follow a lot of weird art accounts. Like, <laughs> I saw someone. So, of course, we're talking about, like, the, uh, where was it in? It was, was it? in Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racial tension to Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama? No way. Dude, The like, there's so many underlying things. Like, no reasonable person that parks at a place they know they're not supposed to park into, mm-hmm. when asked to move, will make any fucking noise about it. Yeah. But... The fact that like a black guy is telling a white guy like, yo, you got to move. And he's like, I don't have to listen to you on a pontoon boat. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like pontoon boat, uh, a fun was it like a steamship yeah, trying, it was a steam to, trying ship to pull cruise. in pontoon boat full of full of honkies, honkies, <laughs> full, of sun, full, full of sun slick honkies <laughs> taking the spot. And this brave man of a captain used his words first and then he used his fists well he used his no, words he didn't first use his fists. he used his, he, he used he his used, mass he used his he used his words first and then he used his hat mm-hmm. <laughs> that moment it, like that there is nothing more like dude the turn it around turn around and then the, fucking letting it throw, fly that was the most black southern thing i've ever seen in mm-hmm. my life just like the theatrics like I, he had to know people were watching it, but I feel like he would have done that in a dark alley anyway. Just yeah. like, oh, you want to fuck around? Threw it all the way yeah. out to space. Until this day, that hat has not hit the ground. <laughs> it's still that rotating ha- the that planet. That hat is orbiting <laughs> around the planet. It's right behind the fucking Skynet satellites yeah, right it, now. It just, it just pinged Elon's car out towards the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yes, um, the hat. No, signal the thing is, up. like, he did that through the hat, and it's just him versus that family at that point. Like, yes. he ain't got no backup. It's just him taking him on. There was one kid in a little orange vest that tried to help him in the beginning. You saw he came over with him, like, because like everyone's like, before, sir, before sir, we knew. sir. <laughs> <laughs> literally it was like all right come on guys because like once the, once the captain started throwing down mm-hmm. the kid tried to like get in the middle and one of the shirtless fucking as you mentioned honkies turned around and threw a fucking cracker jack haymaker at this kid's stomach <laughs> and he's you could see him like no nah, i'm getting out of frame no thank you he's like no thank you i'm not getting paid enough of this shit <laughs> not for a black one <laughs> and then immediately the next thing that jumps in the frame is this kid swimming across the fucking body of water out of oh, nowhere out of nowhere he swam like a full a uh, fucking a, olympic a, po- olympic, olympic size pool yes. yeah that was Exa- easily i would tell you right now I, I don't care if this motherfucker was a seasoned swimmer. Black people do not jump in rivers. He it was determined to help. He, like, <laughs> the fact that he was like, when you listen to the audio of the other angle from the boat, mm-hmm. everybody was watching this. Everybody yeah. <laughs> was watching this and like, ooh. And once he threw his hat, they're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they started swinging. They're like, oh, hell no. They couldn't wait to get off that fucking boat. No. There's a dude that gets pushed in the water at some point. There's a woman that gets dragged. That's, a, that's right. The, 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 the woman in this video get it so, the worst. Yo, like, women in this video do, get fucked see, up. We Talking about things that, like, I told you two things can be true. Mm-hmm. Like, I explained with Tory Lanez. Fuck him, but there's a problem with our justice system. This bitch that got hit in the head with the chair and this other bitch that got dragged and thrown off the dock. Mm -hmm. Listen, you should never put your hand on a woman in anger for any fucking reason. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like you like it's just something I live by. Like there's just no reason to strike a I was going to say a bitch, but I meant a woman. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting heated up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even say that, any, but I had to let you go across. Are there chairs it. in here? Let's fucking watch out. Out of frame. Just yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, Shannon. Um, but, um, you know, this, this woman had no reason stepping off the fucking boat. Yeah. Like, I don't care if that's your friend or your family. You no, every, go, like, everyone felt real good about themselves. And then they got in the middle and then they got, they caught some hands. They caught some, they got some <laughs> body of water. It was like, all right. So then, so this is the, yeah. So all that happens. And then that, we cut uh, to the, the second angle. This is the one where they approach the whites on the pontoon boat. That's the yeah, second Oh, video. they start dragging people. And it yeah, becomes yeah. like fucking, it becomes, you know, Pirates so, of the Caribbean for half yo, a second. I swear to God, these white people thought they were home free, and then that boat docked. Mm-hmm. And like 10 to 12 black dudes, shirt off. Mm-hmm. Black women taking their earrings off, taking their sandals off, walking down the dock mm-hmm. to approach this boat with these five motherfuckers on it. Oh, my God. The fact, the privilege. The privilege where these guys are like, nah. hang on, George, let me handle this. Yeah. Let me talk to them. Guys, what's your prop smack? Boom, clack, pop. They just started like ripping their <laughs> jamming their boat fucking, up. <laughs> fucking up the pontoon, dragging them off the boat. And this ignited what we like, some would call a riot, or if it has more than 10 white people, an insurrection, as I've heard before. <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. A field trip, field trip, quote, field trip. Sorry. But um, looking wh- around, sitting at some desks. <laughs> what ended up happening. Was this was a full on brawl on the dock? A melee. A melee. Mm-hmm. This was the Royal Rumble. This was SummerSlam. 
This was chairs flying, fists flying. Like, thank God the fucking cops were there to, like, break this up. Mm -hmm. And thank God no one was shot. No one was stabbed. No, just like, a good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Yep. Like, like JR would say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one's just for, that's for our wrestling fans. I love it. <laughs> our two wrestling fans. And, like, I, the, the picture of the first couple of cops in the scene, like, I can imagine what's going through their head. They're like, Oh my, what the fuck am I going to do here? Dude, they just start, they just hop in the middle. Like they don't try to do, they just hop in it. Like, they were trying to it. like stop. Cause like the cops were outnumbered. Mm -hmm. The cops are completely outnumbered. But anyway, I believe this dude has a, a, a GoFundMe. but oh, we have the oh, video pulled is. up right now. Oh, oh my God. Like just yeah. start swinging. And then he's just pushing them back. And it's like none of them are MMA. Like, so none, none, of them, none of them can fight. Yeah. They, and then this other fucking shirtless uh, yeah, beige so wearing the video's short. playing right now. It's like five white dudes and the one captain, and then and this is when the the fucking all the blue everyone else all the, shows. Yeah, up. The, all the blacks have. I was gonna docked. say the blue shirts, but the blue shirts, <laughs> <laughs> the blue shirted like blacks. The other, the other staff had to have arrived. Not to be confused with the Galapagos blue footed boobies, but these are the <laughs> blue shirted blacks of Alabama, indigenous to Montgomery. Um, you know, they would say Montgomery <laughs> blue shirted blacks yeah, in the, Alabama. Dude, the Montgomery blue shirted blacks is the best minor league baseball team name I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. That is that is amazing. But yo, the um I will tell you right now. Now we've had our fun, but mm. I want to tell you something on a serious note. It is when I first saw this video and I saw black people celebrating it, I was like taking a pause. I was like, all right, yo. <laughs> We better than this. It felt like Black Panther came out again. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fucked up. I thought it was no. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, fucking Montgomery forever, man. Is Chadwick back? Has <laughs> so it been three days? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, um, <coughs> normally when you hear stories like this, it always ends in tragedy. Mm -hmm. You know, you you like... And, you know, like, it's nice to see, how do I say this? Who cares about being nice? Yeah. It's nice to see white people fucking pick a fight, getting all, like, getting their privilege checked, black people seeing this, mm -hmm. jumping in to protect them, and then the cops going, hey, you white people can't do that. That is not allowed. Mm -hmm. You guys caused a motherfucking scene. You were in the wrong here. Like that, I appreciate because that never fucking happens. No, it never fucking happens, and it was great to see. And I, and uh, what you just described is, of course, pro wrestling. Yes, <laughs> wrestling the best fucking thing on the planet. Well, they they dismantled fucking nation of domination. All right, they dismantled a nation of domination. That was the first wrestling group I was obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Talk about indoctrination. Man, I used to fucking stand, like, my brother and I would stand up with a fist, a domination. A domination. <laughs> fucking just sit there, and I'm like, I'm like, fucking, every motherfucker, like, I, it, it turned into a whole thing where, like, if you were wrestling someone who was black, you were going to lose. <laughs> like, I was just, like, in my head, I, it didn't make sense, like. I'm like, it doesn't make sense. We're the nation of domination. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got Farouk. Yeah, we have Farouk. They we were, have The like, Rock. We got D'Lo. Yeah. We have Viscera. Like, it was, wait, was Viscera the nation? Nah, of he wasn't. It was, was uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry. The strongest, strongest man. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it, uh, sweet, uh, sexy. Uh, sex, uh, sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Mark Henry, strongest man alive. Mm -hmm. 
and Kama Mustafa, who later became the Godfather. Yes. Man, talk about a fall from grace. From being a part of the Nation of Domination, a black empowerment group, to turning into a pimp that walked down the stage. Who would, who would often, instead of wrestle matches, offer his women to his opponents, and they'd take it. Yes. <laughs> He, his special move was called the hoe train, mm -hmm. where he would throw you to the turn turnbuckle and pretend to rev up like Thomas the Steam Engine <laughs> and then chest smash you into the turnbuckle. And he'd say, like, hoe, like the beginning of Soul Train. train. Ho train. <laughs> his entrance music was him dancing down the stage, followed by about 20 to 30 women dressed as hookers. Oh, it was a bunch of hoes. It wasn't that many... But they were definitely hoes. Dude, there was like you say they're hoes. Like, it would like the Chiron would say Godfather and his hoes. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we grew uh, up watching. And we hey, we became decent individuals, hey, I hope. Yeah, man, you're not on pontoon boats to fucking trying to swing at black captains, <laughs> and I'm not sitting here hitting white women with chairs. We're winning. <laughs> yeah, we're doing all right. We man, that dude swung that chair though. He dude, really he like you know, speaking a, of wrestling, he came in like the fucking <laughs> Like, like I've seen a hundred times. The, the hero come in with a chair at the end, and the fucking bad guys clear out of the ring, and he, he hits it against the ropes just yeah, to show yeah. he means business. Doosh, doosh, doosh. Yeah. Oh, man. That was awesome. I'll tell you, like, that whole thing was an emotion, uh, emotional roller coaster. If you, uh, you guys watch that video, there's a part where he comes in with the chair and hits this dude right over the head, and you're like, oh, <laughs> here we go. We are back here on Monday night. You're just like, you're so pumped. And then you see him lock eyes with this woman in a red dress who's already been knocked down, mm -hmm. who should have figured out that she should not have been there. Time to go, lady. And he just zooms in on her, and he's just like, ha, ha, yeah, bitch. You're, going, you're hitting the snooze button, too. Cusmack. <laughs> I got one for you, too. Yeah, just, and it was like, for people who say wrestling isn't real, I didn't think people's bodies really crumbled like this when hit mm -hmm. with a steel chair. But like, it was a plastic chair. It looked like but he hit her he, hard yeah, enough. He to was crumble. he was swinging it with some dude. Purpose. He slinkied her body. She mm. just rolled right over. I'm surprised she didn't go between the boat and get crushed. Like yeah. it was. And this is and this her. is the, it's like, you know, hey, we're talking about women getting hit by chairs. Yes, in a, in. It, a civilians. Just, yeah, civilians get hit by chairs. If you're in the middle of that shit, it is your responsibility to get out of that shit. Yes. I'm speaking of myself. Like, if I was in the middle of that shit, I'd go, hey, I've got kids. I'm going to go. 100%. I'm not throwing fists. I'm leaving. 100%. So if you are in the same way, no matter how many fucking white claws you're in, <laughs> it's time for you to go back to your pontoon. No, and, but you can't talk to me like that. No, you the, can't talk to me yeah. like that. No, I, I completely get it. And I think that's the that's the part. Because chairs, where I, like, that I, chair has no... Like, this dude should have known better. Yeah. But that's of the course. part where I'm just like, this woman had to get the white privilege smacked out of her. <laughs> and that's exactly what fucking happened. The fact that she <laughs> thought she had any business there. Like, it just shows you, like, this arrogance of white women sometimes, especially in the South. Mm -hmm. They just, like, no, do you know who I am? I know the sheriff. Cool. You're catching, you're, yeah, you're catching this chair. It's a broken wedding chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, anyway, speaking of swinging chairs. Affirmative Action Jackson should be his name. Oh, shit. <laughs> Affirmative that Action Jackson <laughs> with the chair. <laughs> One of the greatest wrestling names ever. You're on a roll today. Yeah, every you're once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Tired my ass. <laughs> you Get bring the, it out of me. What yeah. can I say? <laughs> You tickle the racism out of me. I don't know. 
<laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. Woo-hoo-hoo, Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, cotton gin. <laughs> All right. Eli Whitney. <laughs> All right. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about before we move on from Alabama, Montgomery, which I want to say hats off to everybody uh, that answered the hootie who. And then one day uh, we'll be keeping you guys updated when we do see the hat land. When the hat lands, <laughs> we will be reporting it first here on Papa Don't Preach. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, there's some I've discovered some easy ways into tricking your kids, not just to working out, but tiring themselves out. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share some of these with you because I know that you're tired. Yes. Um, now. If you are, if you read the copy, it just said it didn't say just tricking your kids into working out. It said tricking your kids into working out, and by that, tricking yourself into working out. Mm, that's the part I'm not sure about. Yes, this is the part that's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I started playing games with the bozo, where you know I just try to get. He's trying to get things and jump. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had his clothes all folded in the in the basket, so I would have him. Jump, turn around, pick up clothes, jump, turn around, look at me, and I would be sidestepping mm-hmm. while, while doing a crunch, and he would have to throw it into the basket. And it was a great way for him to get to clean up his room. And, you know, he was just, like, taking it so seriously and jumping <laughs> up, and I was trying to get him to dunk, and he was, like, running up in the basket and throwing it down hard in the basket. Um, and there's another one where uh, I was trying to get him to tap my hand, so I'd squat, and he'd have to jump. And I switch hands and I, I would hold things so we'd have to jump and get it. And it's, I realized that these are just like little things that you, it's very easy to get like three reps in. Yeah. <laughs> three reps of 10. And then the hard part is getting them to turn it off. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know if you've ever thrown Mirror up and he's just like, again. And you're like, oh, nah, yes. that's, this I is a am, one back throw, buddy. I am tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again. I like, again. I, there's there's a point where I was like I want to explain to my son that I cannot throw him up in the air again because it's not just my back but it's his life that's in danger. <laughs> like I might throw you up and then that's it. I'm crumpling over and you're falling to your death. Yeah, we're out of our safety range here. <laughs> we're moving into uncharted territory. We're getting into we're getting into we're redlining at asthma. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, I've got one of those like big uh, medicine balls like to stretch my back and to play video games on yeah. instead of the couch. That's smart. Uh, it's nice. one of those. It is good. It's helpful with my back. Uh, but, like, the dudes will, like, I'll put it against the couch. They could bounce on it. Oh, nice. Uh, and, like, one day we did it. We had, like, a little, like, an alphabet poster in their little playroom. And I'd do, like, A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, and then Z, X, Y, all the way back. Whoa. We did it, like, we did, like, maybe 200 jumps. It was something stupid like that. Like God damn. Like, you know, 26, like, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. I was exhausted. <laughs> and he was still ready to rock. Oh, man. It's like I, 8 o'clock at night, too. I was like, okay, fine. you got a lot of energy. Let's get this energy out. And I was wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> he, he won that one. Yeah, I, I have tried to go toe-to-toe with a five-year-old, and mm-hmm. I have never won. Mm-mm. Like, it was easy when he was one. I'm like, ha-ha, you fell asleep, that two, little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, ha-ha. How's your nap now? Like he's waking me up from my nap. Yeah. <laughs> now Miro does a thing uh, like he did today because I was falling asleep. He goes, "Wake up, Dada." <laughs> I was like, "All right, bud. No sleeping on the job, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My also see does this thing and like I've done I've I've heard him so I've like kept my eye open to actually witness what happens because mm. I sometimes I wonder like why does he do this when I'm sleeping like what a fucking piece of shit but he'll walk up to me. And he'll either smack me in the face as hard as he can, mm-hmm. or he'll squeeze my face, Daddy. And I'm just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> He's like, are you, "Are you sleeping?" And I'm like, 
What a stupid fucking question. <laughs> yeah, it was. What, what do you think I was doing? Snoring with my eyes closed and just cuz like this is a this is a character I play during the day? <laughs> Sleepy dad. <laughs> you're, me- you're messing up my process so. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't um yeah, it's it's very I'm watching my I'm I'm witnessing myself age. I'm getting older. Like this knee is in a knee brace. This ankle's in an ankle brace. Have to do the stretches on my back before I I do anything. Cause mm-hmm. like I wake up early, I go downstairs sometimes. And I literally just do it because I have thirty minutes to myself so I can stretch. Or I'm just like walking on one side of my body that day, and I'm like, I remember my dad was playing soccer with me at this age, and like, yeah. I can't go upstairs without <laughs> taking a fiver at the landing. Yeah, I need to stretch before I uh, get you that milk. Yeah. yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. You got to put up the junt suit before you go running. Mm-hmm. Once I have the pants on, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's like, all just, I got. Just getting the sweatpants on, I'm like, never mind. <laughs> got to rethink this. Uh, anyway, speaking of sweatpants, fall fashion. Oh, it, oh it is. The weather is kind of changing here a little bit. It was slightly colder, cooler the last day. I feel like this is a ruse. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is a ruse, like this little cold front. They're going to sell a couple jackets and then 90 till the end of October. Yeah, yeah. the department's like Old Navy where I buy my clothes. (laughs) Loser. Yeah, well established. Yeah, I don't fit in anything. Like, how do you, no offense, like how the hell do you find clothes at Old Navy? You got to go at the bottom of the pile. (laughs) Okay. And that's where they keep the double XLs. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they're already starting to switch out to fall fashions and I'm not ready. It's still hot as fuck. Oh, man. I, I'm trying to think like what my fall fashion would be because I've, I've a lot of you out there and uh, in in the ears, you guys aren't able to see what happens under the desk for me. And I kind of jumped on Bennett's train. I've been rocking the uh, jorts and shorts a little bit. And it's true. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I might be a shorts guy now. You were strictly a pants guy for a while. I was just like a shorts or like who who is this for? Why it's for I, children. I understand that. It's for children. Yeah. <laughs> For short pants, yeah. Showing your knees like a slut. <laughs> Ridiculous. You're an adult. Yeah. Fucking grow up, wear, sir. Wear a pair of slacks. It's after 5 p.m. Yeah. I was trying to get him to, uh, Bennett, to say knickers to oh. see what would happen. <laughs> Old knickerbockers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, like, I... I know I'm going to be wearing the same. Like, it's so weird how uh, fall fashion in L.A. is like this whole thing. When the weather doesn't change, it's only cold from November to February. No. And yeah, it's like there's that, the, you know, that tired joke, which I will repeat one more time. It's the second it, like, drops below 70, the scarves come out and the fucking... Is the truth? The stall, yeah, the fucking the, mm-hmm. what are those? The, the muffs, yeah, oh, the muff, oh, the, the little <laughs> the two-handed muffs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> muffs is a funny fucking word. carolers with their top outs pop out. It's <laughs> terrible. Yo, so I don't know if you were outside at all last the last uh, Thursday or Wednesday. It was mm-hmm. it drizzled a little bit. I was. People came to look out of the rain. It was mm-hmm. very see, and that was the thing. Like I was working out in the rain, mm-hmm. like not the rain, but the drizzle. Like yeah. I was working out, and they're like, "It's raining." And I hear him over the walkie, like, we got to cover the cases. And I'm like, yo, Weatherbug says it's going to drizzle at six. Yeah. Like, um, I think we should be fine. Like, ah, we should just cover them to be safe. And I'm like, you motherfucker trying to give us extra work. <laughs> I'm here covering cases in the fucking beginning of August because there's a little, a couple drops a couple of drizzle. Of a little drizzle. 
It was fucking ridiculous. I, that is another one of those tired things, but it's so fucking true. Like, whenever it rains out here, it's like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Dude, it's Armageddon. Yes. Come here, my hero. That's not Armageddon. <laughs> is that not it? Armageddon is a, I don't want to hold close. Oh, yeah. that. Which one is that? I see you, baby. I don't want to miss a thing. And don't want to close Animal my... cracker sex with her. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was the weird. Yeah. Anim- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm flirting with you with these animal crackers. Oh, uh, yes. I remember that. Where did that song come from? Uh, there goes my hero. I think that's not another team movie or Varsity Blues. Varsity yeah. Blues. Wow, that's weird. I don't understand why it would be easier to train drillers to be astronauts than not train astronauts to be drillers. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I'll tell you right now, we were talking about, I think it was Armageddon and Deep Impact that came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I remember Deep Impact was more of a believable story than Armageddon, but Armageddon was a way better movie. Yeah, it was like, funny. I was watching... It's funner, you know? Like, every, like, there was parts of Deep Impact where I was like, oh, okay, but I was proved wrong immediately. Uh, Morgan Freeman, president. I'm like, okay, I'm that, that is the one thing that I remember from that movie is that Morgan Freeman was <laughs> president. Like a black president. <laughs> Look at this cartoon, yeah. you know? And then... Sci-fi over here. Yeah, three years later, shut up, Obi. <laughs> um, but, yeah... Um, one thing about Deep Impact is, like, the fact that, like, you know, the rich were getting into the bunker and nobody else could. And it was, like, this whole thing. And, like, it had, like we were all waiting for this. I, Armageddon of, like, these rogue, I guess, I don't want to say it, but space cowboys. Yeah, a bunch of space cowboys. <laughs> are blowing up a meteor. Mm-hmm. This old band of ragamuffins. Dude, we can't even. Roustabouts they found. We're dropping fucking airplanes out of the sky that can't be recovered, and we're sending motherfuckers to asteroids to blow them up? Okay. It was our only hope. That was our only hope? How come we don't have, like, a giant fucking asteroid laser already? Uh, We, I think our plan is, I think the plan is. that the is, Space Force? No, I think the plan is Armageddon. Like, that's the plan. That's the plan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Armageddon? Think, honestly, I think NASA was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That we'll do that. That tracks. We'll just do an Armageddon. Call, uh, who directed that movie? Was it Ridley Scott? No, I think it was a. Uh, was it a Bay? A Bay joint? It was a Michael Bay. It was uh, a right, Michael Bay. It feels Bayish. If, yeah, there's a lot of low, low, uh, low angled slow motion whooshing shots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of whooshing and big. It's kind of crazy how like some of these directors can get away with just doing one fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson was in that. How about that? I forgot about that. And Owen. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that is a hell of a cast. Yeah, man. Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Bruce Willis, Steve Buscemi. Who was that pointy-nosed dude that uh, was in uh Oh, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan was Michael in Clark it. Duncan. Yeah, who was the pointy-nosed dude that played... Uh, who directed he, it, though? Was it a Bruckheimer? Yeah, it's, it says that right over there. What director. Does it say? Or director is Michael Bay. 1998. Look at 98. Me. So 10 years later, we had a black president. Mm-hmm. When did Deep Impact come out? Was that 1998 as well? I think it was both the same year. I think they all came out of the same, the same year. Was it Tobey Maguire? Do we remember who was in Deep Impact? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1998. Both volcano movies came out at the same time, too. Uh, and the both, uh, there was Twister and another one. I don't remember the other one. Or maybe it was Twister a show. Twister the only tornado maybe, movie in my eyes. Maybe that was a, there was a show that came out called, like, tornado chasers and i just equated the two who knows <laughs> who knows oh man so for fall fashions i like a light jacket light jacket like a little windbreaker not a windbreaker it's too heavy for me when you say light jacket you're talking cardigan 
Uh, yeah, even that's too heavy. That's I like too heavy. t-shirt material that I could zip up around my other t-shirt. Don't you wish there was a way you can design your own clothes so you can just like, or like you pay 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. All right. And you get to design like five shirts, five pants, and they throw in some socks and a voucher for some shoes. Why'd I say a voucher for some shoes? <laughs> no idea. I almost puked back there, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I think I tried to hold, I like, I tried to hold in a burp while I was sneezing, and it, like, I, I almost blew my eyes out. Have you ever tried to hold in a sneeze? Were you, were you ever one of those kids? Or you just I did fly? for a while, and I think it uh, ruptured my eardrums. Oh, really? I have no idea. Dude, it I, definitely, like, my ears got, uh, they feel a little, uh, they're weird. Like, my sinuses are weird. Oh. They kind of wheeze, like, whatever I... <laughs> Kind yeah, like I kind of <laughs> like, like when I first moved to California, um, I think it was being under sea level. I got deviated septum, et cetera, et cetera. But like I would sneeze and it'd be like achoo, and go like in my ears, like I was letting steam out like a cartoon. You're sneezing out brain matter, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I check every time. Yeah, Make sure nothing important's uh, coming out. I used to hold my sneezes. Like, oh, fuck, in. there's just the sixth grade. <laughs> I was one of those that held in my sneezes, and it wasn't until like. I want to say I was like 23, 24 that I stopped. Mm-hmm. I had a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're all friends here. I could talk about it, right? Sure. All right. So I uh, I always held in my sneezes. I was the kind of person who go, <coughs> mm-hmm. and people would be like, what the fuck just happened to you? And I'm like, oh, they're like, don't do that. You can like blow your brain out. You can have a heart attack. Like you're not supposed to do that. I'm yeah. like, I've mastered it, guys. I'm okay. I, I'm okay. Like my body, my choice. Back off, mm-hmm. bro. And uh, I remember one time like. I got into the shower and I was taking a shower and, um, you know, I had a pretty big shower. Like I was balling back in the day. So it was a pretty big, nice stand up shower and just had to flex on everyone real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great shower. So I, <laughs> I, I fucking sneezed and I held it and like I, when it happened, I was like, <gasps> like, I want to say like a golf ball just shot out, just shot right out of my ass. Like, <laughs> like, I sharted. It was a shark. Yeah. I was like, I held it in and like, I could just constricted my whole body. I was just like, Bee! yeah, every action, and there's an equal and opposite reaction. I'll tell you it's right basic n- physics. I'll tell you right now. That's like one of my biggest fears. Like everyone has that, that fear. Like, oh, this is going to happen to me. Like, oh, I might go to jail one day or, oh, I'll get leprosy or so like there's, oh, I'll, I'll end up in quicksand. Like we have these <laughs> weird things that we think that might happen to us in life that deep mm-hmm. down we fear mine has always been shitting myself wow like i just how do you recover from that i mean you uh throw away your underwear and go about your life and hope no one noticed that's not yeah. just how i'd imagine someone would do it yeah i <laughs> speaking <laughs> see a lot of experience in your tone <laughs> but we'll, we'll move on <laughs> just say i wish i was in the shower <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I got lucky, but ever since then, no more holding in a sneeze. I was like, I'm gonna let it out. But now I sneeze like no, you're a literally like, sitcom dad, just like a boom. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you know, bust your speakers out, hot side of the house, the alarms are going off, rattling. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Neighbors like, are you okay? Type of sneeze. And now I, I door swings both ways. I can't, I can't find the middle ground. I wish no. I could. Sneeze like a normal person. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> sneeze like a normal person. But um, anyway, I think we, this is a good time to take a break. I feel a good time to take a break. Yeah, too. let's let's go take some shots. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.
Yo, 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 we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking with our podcast this long. I love it when people stay around for our last se- uh, segment. I think we're going to be changing it up this time around. Mm-hmm. Something uh, different? We're doing something different. Every time we do Papa Don't Preach, we usually go into something. I know that there's something that I want to been talking. I want to talk about, but we're pushing it till next week, so mm-hmm. I don't want to hear more of it. But um, there is a, uh, with the looming strike... Continuing strike. Oh, yeah. Why am I saying looming? The continuing strike. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. Um, for this continuing strike, uh, if, if uh, there's people out there that don't remember, in 2007, we had a strike. Mm-hmm. And it was like the re- reality TV boom. Like, the networks needed something. And it's when reality TV took over. And Ben and I were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember the reality shows that started to come in, in, uh, in that, that wake of the strike, even though they get, they got a deal in fourteen weeks. Yeah, it was like the Wild West time, like before that, where like anything goes. It's yeah, let's it, see what sticks. And they then there was like the camera the, on the, the clone saga, where it's like, hey, you have a towing show. How about twelve towing shows? Yeah, all right. You want ice road truckers? How about ice road walkers? Fuckers. Oh, no. <laughs> I like that one yeah, better. I like the that it rhymes. <laughs> That's true. Like. Fuckers. <laughs> ice road start, fuckers. Just kind of keep sliding. <laughs> Well, we're going through some of the uh, return to cringe and see if these are s- some of the worst reality shows might be coming back. And reality TV, not safe for work. All right. How'd you like that? I like the sound effect. Thank you. I, I thought I'd surprise you with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to be going down a list of some of the reality shows we remember to see... Um, if you remember the plot, if you remember mm-hmm. what happened, if mm-hmm. this would play today, if they would do it, and you mean they they came up with Mill Filings, so I think they would do anything. Yeah, that was a joke, like on Thirty Rock, and <laughs> it became a reality. Then it became a reality show. Ah. <sighs> Life imitating art. What are you gonna do? I all always right. all right. So going back to the like early days, was did the Chappelle show wife swap thing like spouse swap thing happen first, or did the show happen first? The show happened first. Yeah, I think in my head that the Chappelle sketch happened first, and then the show happened afterwards. Well, I I mean, let's kick it off right then, right then and there with wife swap. Like, yeah. the idea that you can take a woman mm-hmm. and put her in another fucking home. Yeah. What the fuck? It was oh, trading spouses. Yeah, we go. trading spouses. Oh my god! <laughs> like. Uh, that was that was the one from Chappelle, right? Trading mm-hmm. spouses. I'm not yeah. sure. Blaine, are you helping to clear this up now? Yeah, trading spouses. Uh, trading spouses with the Chappelle open, but I believe the episode was called Wife, wife Swap. I think was the, the show real was one. yeah. Wife Swap was the real show. Okay, so Wife Swap was the real show where two men mm-hmm. would switch wives, and not in a fun way. No, like they like were a way like, you could put on ABC at eight o'clock at night. It wasn't like hey, I get to bang this other chick for yeah. a while, which highly inappropriate it was like i have this stranger doing laundry in my home yeah and then like they live by your rules and now they're gonna live by her rules for a day yeah it's, and she oh and she thinks we're the sorry people there's that kid remember that kid yeah oh my god i, I, bet, so, I bet that kid voted for trump <laughs> <laughs> that dude's probably that guy was at he was at the capitol <laughs> i'll tell you right now that bacon that, kid. Yeah, that kid was at the capitol he an adult 
He had yeah. a riot shield and a flag and everything. He was one of those contradictory parents. He, uh, he, was, he was next in line to sit at Pelosi's desk. Yeah. <laughs> Pinch it off. I got one next. He's like those uh, those contradictory patriots. We're so repeat. Yeah, the ones with the Blue Lives Matter patch over here with the circle patch that says don't tread on me right over here. <laughs> those ones. Tread on me, daddy. That uh-huh. patch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 2004... Uh, 2004, ABC, Wife Swap, that this show, do you think it's something that would work today? I, I, like, I mean, I think they'd, you, I mean, yeah, of course. Like, you yeah. think they would come out with like Husband Swamp? Hum, uh, swamp. Husband, husband Swamp. swamp. Husband Swamp. That's, what, that's your side of town. That would <laughs> be from, that'll be, that'll be from Baton Rouge, the Husband Swamp. The Husband Swamp. <laughs> uh, I haven't yeah. heard your Louisiana accent in a while. I need a couple beers. I mean, to really get it going. God damn, you should have told me like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, get them claws. Oh, yeah. Get them claws in me. <laughs> oh, Lord, I got the claws in me. It is way better than your Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, yes. So, uh, moving on. I don't, the, the, I don't care this anymore. One, we this can move one, on to the next show. Yeah, this one is definitely not going anywhere. Uh, now, we were so talking the about. we were talking about begin. So, the, the, <laughs> during daytime, whenever you're either unemployed or in college, which I was both for a long time. Yes. Uh, there was the judge shows. There was one and then two, and then there was the same thing, just a million different judge I was, clones. I was a divorce <laughs> court and a Mathis dude. Never got judge. Judge Judy. Mathis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Judge Jimmy, the one we were talking about was Eye for an Eye. Oh, Eye Can you for an give, Eye. Give a little googs to Eye for an Eye, if you don't mind, Blake. All right. So, yeah, for people who do not know what Eye for an Eye is, it is a master class in reality mm-hmm. judging shows. Like, it wasn't just like. <laughs> there he is. It wasn't your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the picture of this dude. So, first of all, the judge didn't have a gavel. He had a bat. He had a bat. That said Eye for an Eye on it. And, and he looked like what's his name, Dennis Kucinich. Like he looks like a like a state senator. He looks like a lawyer for the mob, actually. But he did. But he talked like this. He's yeah, like, he was, "Hey, my name's and his, his name was Extreme Akeem, right? Extreme Akeem. His name did not match. And then the audience, his demeanor. Would, <laughs> it was so fucking. It's like literally, they made this show, and I'm sure they had like a cool, edgy judge. And then the dude got arrested for prostitution. <laughs> and then Extreme Akeem had to step in because he walks in and, the, and like, all rise, here comes Extreme Akeem. And they go, Extreme Akeem, Extreme Akeem, Extreme Akeem. he goes, okay, so guys, good. all right, guys, sit down. <laughs> and he has his bat. So eye for an eye. Y'all sit your butts down. So sit it down right now. Y'all go get some water up in here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's not what he sounded no, like. No, that was main justice. But anyway, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, eye for an eye. For all of you sitting at home, eye for an eye was your standard civil dispute. Wait, wait. It was Mer- National Lampoon uh, produced it? That kind of makes me feel better that it, oh, it was a comedy shit. production. Now, I had no idea National Lampoon syndicated show. Oh, man. Because it was like, so basically like, okay, you uh, you dented my car so instead of making you pay me $500 for the dent, you get to take a bat to the other person's car to do $500 worth of yes, damage. That was the plot of the show. That was the plot of the show. There was all types of shit. There was uh, roommates accusing ex-roommates of stealing, and when found guilty, that roommate got to go to the other person's house with a duffel bag and had three minutes to take whatever they wanted. <laughs> eye you for know? an eye. Eye for an eye. What a wild show. Now, that is something I definitely think can come back. Like, mm-hmm. that's just good old-fashioned fun. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's like... You put, a, you know, put like a Z-list celebrity in there. Yeah, but like, I feel like 
those type of shows got away with I think the reason that those type of shows went away is because they didn't realize how crazy people were. <laughs> like, and that will move on to our next show, Cheaters. Because they did, people didn't realize, like, do you, for all those out there, do you guys remember the show Cheaters? Cheaters because like, a plot of the cheat it's it's what it is. Like it's, that's someone's the, the like I think a, I think my husband, boyfriend, fiance is cheating on me. They'd send a camera crew to follow them around for like a then, week and a half. And this guy who would be a much better funeral director is the host of the show and he goes, Well, I'm so sorry. We've got Dude, Joey this, Greco. Got this footage to show you of your fiance finger banging a, his coworker at the Binnigans. <laughs> and then it was always at that like tempo and then they'd go they'd scream and go oh my god and then they'd confront them at the end yep and imagine like big, a big old blurred face confrontation in the chili's parking lot yeah there would be this woman in a chili's parking lot and this man blurred face because he's like i'm not signing your shit yeah fuck you i don't like being ambushed like this and he's just like how could you how could you? You don't know what I understand. Hey. hey, get out of my face, bro. Get that camera out of my face. Yo, baby, you don't understand. Hey, I said back up, bro. Hey, I, bro, back up, baby. Come here. I can explain. It's not what it looks like. like. No, bro. no, yeah. I, I told you you're you're bearded shithead. You're dear yeah. dick. You're this, you're that. And yeah, the other yes. girl's like covering her face and trying to get in the car. Oh, yeah. And there's always this girl running away with one purse, one shoe in hand, covering her face, mm -hmm. running to a Ford Escort, trying to get the fuck out of there. And there's some 22-year-old uh, cam op with a little handheld camera trying to shove it in her face as she's trying to get into her car. Yeah. And, and that's every episode of Cheaters, except for one. Oh, that's the that is the best one. That is the Emmy-nominated episode. <laughs> where they decided to follow. They were like, the guy, were che the Cheaty, the, the Cheater, the is cheater a, in a boat, in a body of water. Water, they're going to get another boat. The Chi-Ti and Joey Greco were on a boat to follow the mm -hmm. Cheater on a boat. Mm -hmm. And it it went exactly the Actually, you know what? You have no idea how it went. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it, this would happen. We already established there's not a gun on a boat, but you know what there is on a boat? A knife. Knives. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of knives. So this guy got confronted on the boat. He couldn't explain himself. They had like these Zoom camp. They they got everything on. Like film. literally, it's like you're being boarded by like a reality crew of pirates, yeah, like like a, accusing you of cheating. You're <laughs> you're like on this boat, and you're like, oh shit, is this like I got to throw my coke? Like he's probably threw his coke overboard. Like oh shit, this mm -hmm. boat's coming. Like this, that's the fucking police. That's the national guard. I'm throwing my coke overboard. He probably ditched his drugs, and then. This camera crew works up, Joey Greco, who's pretty famous at this point for being on Cheaters. Mm -hmm. And this dude, who starts to lose his shit and is clearly intoxicated, pulls a knife and stabs Joey Greco in the fucking stomach. Yeah, and it's gut. And, and, they, he, and he has, the thing is, like, Joey Greco has the same exact reaction. He goes, like, oh, I've been stabbed. He's this like, is, oh, This oh. is really bad. I can't believe I've been stabbed right I now. I don't think it was fake, but hats off to the camera crew to stay rolling it might have been the thing is like at that time like it was probably mostly fake all those things i think were fake i don't know he was in the hospitals on the news that's the that's the, the magic of it the reality magic all right well maybe what's the next show we got up on maybe our list here? joey greco was such a piece of shit sorry blind date yeah that was my favorite midday Eating lunch in between classes I, I, show. I used to watch Blind Date Uncensored. It was like softcore porn. It was Blind Date. Oh, it was it Fifth Wheel? Was that the other one that came on after it? Dude. That oh was one I just pulled God. that one out of my head. Oh, that my was one. God. Because it was too. It what was a like, deep cut. Because <laughs> that was a th the Fifth Wheel. Can you look up that one real quick? Because I'm really just. Because Blind Date's it's self explanatory. Two yeah, people go on a blind date. The host says snarky things. There's pop up video explanations that are like. 
look at look how stupid his hair is. And yeah, like, it's she only she only dates men with a million dollars. Like you know, it's like stupid things like that. But Fifth Wheel was yeah. another dating show where it was like a guy and oh then they God. they had like four people to choose from, and they they like you know it's like two 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 segments in, and the third segment. You know, whatever, you know, however deep, you know, two thirds of the episode, they introduced the fifth wheel. The fifth wheel, some fucking crazy psychos, psychos, fuck machine who comes and like <laughs> fucks up the entire thing. Dude, They're like I'm the fifth wheel and I'm here to blow everybody <laughs> as a dick. And that was the, that was how every episode went. And it was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking two men, two women. that were on a date. That's and right. They, and then the fifth wheel shows up to fuck shit up. I just. What and she's group. like, okay, you leave. I'm going to be with you, him now. And yeah. they make out and they blur out stuff. It was awesome. It was a fun, fun watch where you're eating yeah, like a ham sandwich. There was always like raunchy hookups in the bathroom and mm-hmm. shit. Like it was, man, the early 2000s was like no hold bars for like, no. like the early days of like uh, real world and road rules. Like you guys remember in New York when that dude slapped the girl that was kicked that was, out of the house? I think that was in. Uh, was that Chicago? It was Where was coast, it? I think it was Boston, Seattle, maybe? Seattle. Maybe. Ooh, Seattle. I maybe it was, it was Seattle. Seattle. Do you remember, mm-hmm. like, the slap heard around the world? He threw her teddy bear at her. Dude, like, I remember seeing that, and they're like, did you hear what happened? And I was like, well, I hope this black dude didn't snap. And you watch, you're like, oh, oh fuck. Man. Nah. <laughs> dude, like, yeah. literally, like, slap walked the, Hey, that girl stop, with stop, stop, stop. Hey, stop, stop. Runs out the fucking car, just mm-hmm. whap, before she, that's <laughs> like, Throws her shit in the fucking river. This is the same season that one of the guys uh, fall, like starts dating a producer. Uh, oh, really? He says, this may not be the line, but my friends and I, we said it all the time. It was like, this the, this thing is more real than anything you fucking have. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you shitting me? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, and that was pretty great. But we'd say that about, whatever, you know. This uh, this blank is more real than anything you fucking you have fucking have. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, we we got the clip right now. It was real world Seattle. Does any, does anybody remember the name? All right, of so we're watching them watch the, it again. The white yeah. So apparently they're friends now. So this is some meta shit. We are watching a video. No, that's of, not her. That's a uh, of the guy who slapped this chick. All right, uh, keep he, going yeah, fast forward. Yeah, he. It's a video of the guy who or slapped this chick watching him slap this woman. So, yeah. So they have that. So I remember this. Mm-hmm. They did this whole thing. He like hit where her. He like he hit her rabbit or some stuffed animal or some shit. Well, he's got. She's got the rabbit in her hand. Oh no, yeah, there it is. is. Uh-huh. So he, he got the rabbit. It was like some fucking dig at her. Oh my god! So he throws it in the ocean. And then she's like, oh, laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. And then he's like, I'm not done. Mm -hmm. He comes back and he he mollywops her right in the car. (laughs) Mollywops her right in the caboodle. You're going to have to you're going to have to keep going. They're watching like the crew run because like this Mm -hmm. is what they want. They're like, we want this. This is the best stuff. So, yeah. Like he's like, hey, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bah. What a dick move. Like, what the fuck? All right, now go see the interview. <laughs> say, say real world, uh, fall in love with producer. Oh, yeah, my God. Like oh, my God. So what, what was the line? It's more real than anything you fucking have. <laughs> like, our love is more real than anything you fucking have. <laughs> it may not even be it. 
Uh, no, like, I honestly, it's going to take us forever to find this fucking video. Yeah, I know. It's going to really drag it down. All right, all right. Let's go to the next show. The next show that we Sorry, have. Blake, you'd be on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> the next show that we have was a show from, I think it was like 2008, no, 2007. Seven. It was called The Swan. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God, there is no way this show can. That's like, the guy right there at the end. Oh, my the God. <laughs> That's, oh, that piece yeah, of so, shit. So, The Swan was. Uh, I, hey, I'm ugly. Yeah, I want to change it, but I want to do a lot of work. So yes, women competed to go from a two mm -hmm. to an eight and a half <laughs> <laughs> to, to a manufactured nine. Yeah, like it's um. So basically, these women would compete and do like you know get like a personal trainer, and they would get to get plastic surgery to turn into this swan. That's so fucked up, and. Like, I can't imagine, like, knowing what I know now, like, I can't imagine working on a show like this where we have to, like, get this person reconstructive, not reconstructive, like, elective surgery. Yeah. And they couldn't see each other. And they then, couldn't see themselves either. They couldn't see themselves. They, like, smashed all the, wind, like, smashed yeah. all the mirrors in their house. <laughs> they're just, like, locked down while recovering for, like, months. Yeah, it's like they're going through, like, the Joker treatment where they're all bandaged up at the face. Dude, I going, remember like getting... they cracked this girl's cheekbones. They, uh... Gave this woman a nose job. They cracked her cheekbones, mm -hmm. tuck, uh, tucked her chin, tucked her neck, pulled her ears back, gave a lift on the head. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like that. And like, then like they then they reveal them to like their significant others or their family. And or the they, person they had a crush on, which is even crazier. Ugh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's look, look at me now. It's like, oh, shit, you're hot now. I mean, I've always <laughs> thought you were beautiful. And now it matches your personality. This is dude, great. Dude, oh my God. So that's, I mean, you could, that, that it wasn't a popular one. It was, it I was, think it was, even at the time, people were like, this is fucked. Yeah, I, it went, how many seasons did it have one it was season? only two, right? It was, it was a short-lived one. Yeah, yeah two like two seasons. seasons. I, but still. 18 episodes. Getting greenlit for a second season's bold. <laughs> <laughs> After that premise. Um, so yeah, I remember Bennett, you brought oh, this wait, one up. Yeah. Uh, I just missed it. it. They had a beauty pageant at the end of the season. That was, it said, yeah. whichever one was deemed the most attractive at the end of the three months would move forward to compete in the beauty pageant held at the end of the season. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever following the pageant, whatever contestant read the most votes for the greatest transformation, we give the title of the swan. All the rest are ugly. Bug ugly ducklings. Well, they all got surgery. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like this is the best of the best. Yeah, you're the best of the phonies. God, the, God we're the like. Oh my God, people were a mistake. Yeah, um, they they might make another one, so we'll see. Anyway, back to my favorite one. Oh, this is Bennett's favorite reality show. I don't know if anybody remembers this one. Was M it on MTV? MTV, I mean, MTV, MTV was the had, king of reality had some shows. Some real bold ideas. They, this is one of their boldest, and my favorite was Bully Beatdown. Bully Beatdown, where it was like a kind of an imminent, like a kind of. You know, it was the thing. most meth headed uh, MMA fighter that was hosting this goddamn well, this show. He was like, he was a little out there. He was a little out what, there guy. What was the name of, of uh, what was the name of their, or their host? Their host. Oh, as soon as I, as soon as I, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, he's like, I think he had red hair and blue hair. Yeah, red he had black like a hair. Snaggle yeah. ass it was like mayhem. Tooth. Yeah, mayhem. Mayhem. Yes. Is that his name? Yes. Mayhem Miller. Yes. Jason Miller. Mayhem. Uh, it was awesome. So <laughs> some kid would be like, hey, I work with this guy, or hey, I grew up with this guy, or hey, this is my brother-in-law, and he's a real he's a real meanie. Like he's mean to me all the time. And, and then they would find an appropriately weighted 
and usually the guy that like the bu- the bully was like usually a real prick and like they always thought they were so tough like all bullies do yes and i don't so, I, it was one of those like i'm not sure if it was fake or if it was real if so, it was real they casted the fuck out of the shows they found people that you wanted to see what happened beat. yeah so what that happens they had nerds submit and then with the crew reached out to the bully mm-hmm. and said like yo we're doing this show it's called blank beat down yeah. like they were just called like we're holding a show called beat down and they would tell this person that they were going to fight the nerd mm-hmm. and it wasn't until they signed all this shit agreed to be on the show that'd be like yo you're gonna fight an actual fighter i don't think so because in their in their promo shot they're talking about like how because that that was my favorite part of any episode because like you think, hey, why would a bully want to do this? So there's three rounds. It's like a striking round, a, a grapple a round, grapple round yeah. and then like, but so if you if the bully lasts or he wins money, like the bully can win money. And but if, I think and that's if, how they signed them up. Mm-hmm. Was like, yo, this guy wants to beat your ass, and then they like pull the rug from under them. Yeah, I, I I I don't know. This is what I heard. This I've watched every episode. Oh my god, <laughs> I really like this show. How'd the casting go? They really just said you. Can I win think money? they just really casted these pricks, and they really thought like most of these bully pricks think that they could beat someone. No way. Yes. Holy yes. shit. So I remember watching it like. Yeah, so they so these dudes would talk real tough and real shit, and they'd get into the ring. And literally, like they wouldn't. They that's the thing is they wouldn't know who they were fighting until they were in the ring. Yo. That was the thing. They did. They they were just fighting an, an MMA fighter. That's all they knew. So they didn't know until they saw them into the ring. So literally, the, the bully would be down. The all the audience would boo, 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 Yo, and then they'd have the, the close up of the bully. Seeing the fighter for the first time, it's like it's so and so. He's ranked in this. He's doing this and that. He's gonna beat your ass. Do you have the uh, bully beatdown uh, slap episode? Because uh, Google bully bu- uh, beatdown slap episode. Mm-hmm. Is there an episode like I remember? I think I saw a promo where this dude is just slapping this motherfucker. <laughs> there was one like one episode I remember in particular where, where the MMA fighter got disqualified because he fucking roundhouse kicked a dude. <laughs> it was against the rules. So the the bully won, but he got fucking knocked out. Like, <laughs> oh, the definitive, the definitive ranking. ranking bully beatdown episode. Yeah, that's I think. <laughs> I think that's the one when bully actually when the bully actually wins. There Ooh. was there was one where he was like a really like jacked up like muscly dude, and he he went toe to toe the entire time with the with the MMA guy. Oh, nice! And at the end, he was kind of humble about it. Oh, that was kind cool. of. He was oh, like, yeah, it was really good test. Like you know, he's like he was like you know. But uh, the best is when they cocky just, bully gets the, destroyed. The, the look, the look <laughs> on the bully's face when they see this like guy whose job is to fight people. See this, you know, fucking man. I because I, I think they they, they've like got a show they've that got you corner. would be so into. I know, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see justice, <laughs> violent justice. Yeah, obviously. Yo, I, I'll tell you guys right now. We talked about it earlier, but Bennett would have been on the fucking boat eating popcorn, going, "Ooh, y'all fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> I would have been, been like, "Here, use yeah. my chair." Yo, so I saw a comedian, um, and I forgot his name, but he brought this up, and it's actually a very funny premise because mm-hmm. he pointed out this woman who got hit by a chair, and then he pointed out the woman who got thrown into the river who was walking away when she picked up her phone, <laughs> and then a woman slapped her, and she went and pushed the woman, and then got knocked out and thrown into the river. Mm-hmm. So this this white comedian was like, hey, is there like a movie I can quote or a song lyric I can say? So if I am caught in a situation 
where white people are fucking around and black people are about to make them find out. I don't get lumped in based on my skin color with the ignorant motherfuckers <laughs> who are waiting to find out. It's like it's like if you're like in a, in war, like the press sign on your shirt. Exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm a journalist. He's like, is there a hootie who or like uh, a big mama's house quote that I could throw out? So where I'm not walking to the parking lot and I get nailed with a chair, <laughs> minding my own business. And I'm like, that's that's facts right there. Like they're. If I'm like, yo, just make sure you go, like, every white person ever, just leave the ha house with, like, three or four hats. And just, if somebody's going <laughs> to keep your head in a swivel and throw that hat up, be like, okay, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> like, no, I just get behind the guy with the chair. But I'm with you. If you start <laughs> at your size, if yeah. you, in a brawl, approach a black man with a chair, mm -hmm. you are catching some no, of that catch, chair. Yeah, that's a, that's, that, that, that is my point. If I'm in the, I would not be in the middle of that. I'd be like, oh, wow, look at that. I'm going to watch it from afar. I, it might be corny, <laughs> but I think if you look at a black dude with a chair and scream Wakanda forever, mm -hmm. he might leave you alone because I think you might get him either to chuckle or in the moment be like, no, he's with us. Even if I yell like Black Lives Matter, I don't think he wanted to like, let me finish. My, middle of, word. my initials are BLM. <laughs> <laughs> black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter what? That's it. I'm just trying to get that point across. <laughs> all right. All right. What's our next show? I think our, our last show is it the last show that we're going over. Oh, a couple. Yeah, a couple more. Oh, we have two. We have two that are. These are classic. Well, because one, I, I feel like there's there's a I'd seen on the internet where it's like there's next, which I remember watching a bunch. It was like put them on bus. There's a woman or a man or sometimes a guy. Next they also had they also had same gender ones on next too. It was the first time I ever seen same gender on a dating show. Which hey. Tip of the hat. Yes. But whatever, they'd be like, that someone would walk up, they'd be like, uh, next. And they yeah. have to, they'd fucking go back to the bus and then say, all right, dude, you're next. Yes. I remember, like, they had the big bus. Like, mm -hmm. that was their set. Yes. Was a big fucking, With like, bus. charter bus mm -hmm. that just had the words next painted on it. Yeah, them. they all sat in it watching a monitor. And then the next person would go up and they'd like have a mini date or eventually or sometimes the what person would just next cow. immediately. What a cash cow. There's like mm -hmm. zero budget on that no. show. They'd be like, okay, for this date, we're going to do a ring toss in the park. Like that's the date they would do. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you into next? Yeah. <laughs> that one was great. Oh, hey, you know, that reminds me of that other show that we were talking about earlier, which was like the first same sex dating show, Boy Meets Boy on Bravo. I remember you yeah, said, yeah, was there like a, you tell me, was there like a ringer, like not a real gay guy in there? It wasn't like a ringer. It was just like some of the cast was pretending to be gay. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck? And like, I'm not sure if it was like an actual oh, plot. Like, yeah, because it was a fucking, it got six episodes because it was a terrible idea. Yeah, uh, so, all right. So, yeah. So like they so, literally right, so tricked it started, a dude. It started with one dude who was a human resource manager in search of a partner among a group of 15 men, a yeah. uh, series of one-on-one -on -one dates. In the episode, he eliminate people every episode. In the fourth episode, he was informed the group consists of both gay and straight men. Yes. So he had to pick a guy, and then if the gay guy got picked, he won money. Yes. <laughs> or if the straight what? guy got picked, he'd be like, hey, joke's yeah, on you. Gotcha. I got no feelings for 25000 for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. twenty five k to be... A soulless piece of shit. Yeah, dude. So that's, low. Like, first of all, look at the state of our economy back then. Yeah. Where that was some like real money <laughs> to pretend to be gay on camera. Yeah, sure. I'll pretend to like a dude for twenty five k. Fucking gay porn. I mean, money. I, I think is I would, which but, is actually just really porn, right? We can't call it gay porn anymore. 
It's just really uh, poor. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I think if... Like, uh, it's not a gay it, wedding. The thing is you need to uh, toss in an, ad, an adjective in front of it. To, so you yeah, don't say, like, like, you didn't get everything. Black you know? porn. Asian porn. Big person porn. I'm not going to get specific. Okay. It's too telling. All right. <laughs> 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 don't want to snitch on yourself. I got you. All right. Um, so, yeah, boy meets boy. Terrible idea. Um, next. Now, when you were watching Next, did you ever, like, watch it, like... Or it was like, like next hope was I, on. Like, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was it like Bully Beatdown? Like, okay, I watched No, like Bully Beatdown, I was like cheering the, like the, <laughs> as the bullies got beat down. Okay, gotcha. Which I, I forgot this. This is one of the best episodes was the bully was talking shit the entire time to the host. He's <laughs> like, I could even beat you up. And then when it's time for the bully, for the reveal, the reveal is that the host is the fighter. So he <laughs> just pops his shirt off. He's like, let's go. <laughs> and, then, and then he fucking clowns him and beats his ass the entire time. Great. Dude, I would love. This show a, was great. Yeah. I mean, I thought bully, like the fact that they had like a little audience members in there mm -hmm. to like watch these guys. Oh man. Ooh. Cause they all like, yeah, he's like, we've got a little clip going on right now. This is the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the one where they're like, okay. So this guy used to pick on these two guys, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a guy, we have a bully in the, in the octagon right now. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to the two people that he used to bully. And, you know, he just got in uh, Jason Miller, a.k.a. Mayhem's Mayhem, face. Yeah, Mayhem Miller. Like, uh, Mayhem mm -hmm. Miller about how he's going to beat him up. And he's yet to reveal who the fighter is. Mm -hmm. All right, but you can go ahead and click up there. Um, oh, who, okay, so <laughs> so right now is when he finds out that he's going to be fighting Mayhem. Mm -hmm. And Mayhem is just having, like, how are they getting these camera angles, by the way? Like, it has to be. Oh, they have a ca oh he has a camera. They have these like the ref cam, the ref cam, and these ear cameras. I see what's going on. So, if you guys haven't heard that, there's three different rounds. There's grapple, mm -hmm. there's striking, there's striking, and then there's what's the other one? Freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah, he literally just fucking clowns him the entire fight. All right, all right. He taps oh, out once tap already. Out one time. <laughs> he already tapped out once, and it, so there's five minute rounds. It's four minutes and four, it's yeah, four it's a, minutes and like, like a minute. And you get a grand, or fifty some shit seconds, like that. and he's yeah. already tapped out. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So Mayhem just went there. Uh, the guy's trying to put Mayhem oh, in a choke, him up, and he just slammed him, and he's out. He's out. His hands are stiff in the air. Put him oh, in an egg. All right. Leg lock done. Leg lock done. <laughs> so we're at four minutes and 28 seconds. He's and he's tapped they just, out This is the thing. They just, they just fucking work through these guys because they all think they're the shit. Like any time, any type. This oh. thing is they all they are all the same type of guy. Oh, my God. So they've all right. always been shitheads to people that they could always take advantage of. And then they come across oh somebody God. who could take oh advantage God. of them. <laughs> So he just put him. Uh, he just put uh, this bully in a guillotine, a nasty guillotine, a yeah. nasty guillotine. Tapped out again at four minutes and eight seconds. So yeah. within one minute, he's already tapped this dude out three times. All right, so now this guy's going for the leg. And Mayhem's like laughing. They, tra they train him up. Like, they have, like, a trainer, and they, like, they like okay, we could, you know, like, they don't let him go fly in there blind. Oh, my God. This guy just tried to put Mayhem in a choke, and Mayhem flipped him over his head. Oh, and he's not looking good. No. He is not looking good. Rear oh, naked rear choke. Naked, rear naked choke. Tap out. Bro. Tap out again. <laughs> they have the numbers that pop out. They're like, tap out number four. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So I would love to watch this entire video. Yeah, it's the I best. I would love to watch this entire video, but I think we got to wrap this up right yeah, now. Yeah, I wish it was like 60 minutes. It was yeah. just it was a never-ending season. Dude, I swear to God, like, that show is, in, if you have a moment, 
Check and you want to see some goddamn main justice. Yeah. Bully beat down. Mm-hmm. Bully beat down. So, anyway, um, we talk about a lot of funny things on the show. Mm-hmm. Talk about a lot of things that bother us on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to end on a little bit of lighter of a note of like a small victory that gives me a little bit of hope, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, before we go, I want to give out a, I don't know how to say this, but a big shout out to the people of Ohio. Yeah. A big, huge shout out to the people of Ohio. Um, for those of you who haven't been paying attention, for those of you who have, but just didn't hear about it, Ohio votes against an issue that would have changed the percentage of votes needed to pass a law from 50% to 60% of the vote to change the law. So they were basically on a random August Tuesday in a special election when voting turnout is notoriously low. Mm -hmm. They are trying to raise the amount of votes you would need to change a law so they can outlaw abortion. Yeah. I think they had 3 million people turn out. How many? I believe 3 million is the number. So um, anyway, people came out in droves and it was all voted down. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it was, it wasn't like a 50 50 thing. No, it's, 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 like, it's such an unpopular idea voter wise. Yes. That, that's why it's, it was the Supreme court striking it down was such a, you know, blatantly corrupt. And that's the fucking story within itself is how, like how corrupt the mo- the highest court in the land is. Oh yeah. I mean, that really gets on our producers nerves. Like the uh, people that are the, literally the, the bastions of justice in the country are driving around and into vacation in RVs that they didn't pay for. Getting their mama's houses paid for. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Half a million dollar trips to fucking Alaska to go fi- fucking fishing. Get the fuck out of here. It's, it's fucked up. But, like, in a time where, you know, women's rights are being stripped and, like, the right to choose is being stripped, like, uh, a qu- people always ask the question, are you for abortion? Are you pro-life? Are you pro-choice? Like, it doesn't end there. That question is biased. It does not fucking matter. That question is fucking biased. Being pro-choice or pro-life or anti-choice, it doesn't fucking matter. That question is biased. The question is, a. it's not a sentence. It's like three sentences. It's a fucking paragraph. Are you pro-choice or are you anti-choice? And do you believe the government should have a fucking say in it? Like, mm-hmm. that is it. Because you can be pro-life and think... You know what? I wouldn't have an abortion because it's against my religious views, and I think it's crazy. But I ain't going to say what the fuck you need to do because your decision does not affect me. Between you and your fucking doctor. Like, like watching fucking Kong, these old, decrepit white men have to, like, squirming in their chair listening to these fucking horror stories mm-hmm. of women who have to carry dead babies to fucking term because they can't find a doctor that's, afraid to lose their license yeah. for doing <laughs> fucking necessary surge a procedure to get a fucking and by the way how shitty is our fucking healthcare system where women are just losing babies left and right uh the child mortality rate in this country is is the you know worst of the I can't, developed countries I, I it's disgusting i remember hearing a story about like this woman who took on like 50 women uh, like from all over the city she paid the, it was for a study paid for them mm-hmm. bust them down twice a week where they would sit 
they'd have food provided for them. They'd, they'd do childcare if they had other kids where they'd speak to a therapist and a nurse and they'd have these big group meetings. It was like a two hour thing twice a week. And the whole point was to see if this place that had an insanely high child mortality rate, if they could lower the stress level and have complete pregnancies for all these women and not, they didn't lose one baby. It was a whole thing, but obviously it's a small pool, mm-hmm. but the idea was lowering the st- amount of stress uh, and uh, the, the mental and physical stress of these women, which, you know, like we all know women that are pregnant, that get pregnant, that go to fucking work at like mm-hmm. seven yeah, months. Stress <laughs> like job security, stress like maternity leave, stress like medical security. Yeah. Like those are all things that like Blaine just pulled. So this is, these are the facts here. 5.4 deaths per 1,000. Out of 1,000 live births, there's 5.4 of them are, are dead in this country. In other developed countries, out of 1,000 uh, births, 1.6 die. So we're five <laughs> times worse than the other developed countries <laughs> when it comes to infant mortality. That is disgusting. So, hey, let's not get too sidetracked here. We're talking about the good things in Ohio. Yes. I'm trying to button this up so I can go home and sleep. Yes. I don't one, of the thing, sleep. one of the very few things we could do in this country, and you should do it every single time you get the chance, is go vote. In this, in, especially in California, where they literally just send it to your fucking house and you can pop it back in a mailbox. Dude, I love that. It's the one thing any of us can do that make, can make a difference. Yeah, if uh, California should have the highest voter turnout, like it's just so easy to vote. It's all. It's I love voting in California. It's and I, so you easy get, to the vote. thing is, they send you the sticker in the mail. Yeah, you can you still wear, get the you, sticker. You can wear your stupid ass sticker and let everyone know how much of a fucking American you are. I wear it in my forehead. Yeah, <laughs> I give them to my son. I make jokes. Anyway, <laughs> everybody, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Bennett Miller, mm-hmm. I bid you adieu. My name is Obi Kamafuda. This is Papa Don't Preach. Big shout out to Blaine Pierre, producer, DNA, and Aaron Mostow do our music. We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you so much. Please register to vote. These motherfuckers got to go. Vote. Do it often. Hey, do it only once, though. And send a spooky message to Diane Feinstein. See what happens. (laughs)